You are listening to the Hustle of the Day podcast with Trent Bray from Hustle Energy. What's up, everybody? My name is Trent, and this is the Hustle of the Day podcast. I am here with the one and only Glenn Lovelace, who I have looked up to and admired for the last, uh, I guess it's only been about six, seven months, but um, an amazing story. Uh, absolutely inspirational guy, and I am honored to have him here today. Uh, a little bit about the Hustle of the Day podcast. We talk to those that are entrepreneurs and those that just go out and hustle, even those uh, with the regular day job that uh, take it seriously and uh, go beyond the call of duty. But uh, today we are talking to one of those that uh, that does have his own, own thing and... Um, it's an amazing thing that I am actually trying to take more a part of is Glenn has a program called uh, One Day, One Life, and uh, he helps coach people throughout all different sorts of scenarios, and um, I am grateful to be able to have him help me out on occasion, so I appreciate that. Uh, Glenn, why don't you jump in and tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, Trent, um, it's it has been fun. We got to know each other through the Heavy Academy, right? So right. Um, Dave Sparks, thank you for the connection. Um, I don't know. Whenever I get asked, like, you know, who are you? Like, what's your story? And I try to keep in mind, who am I talking to? Right? Right. And... And so, I don't know, I, I feel like my story might be relatable to men and women, moms and dads. Um, I'm personally 37, um, graduated high school in 2000, dilly-dallied and eventually got through college with a funny degree. That's a funny story. Um, I've been married 15 years last month. So, um, you know, there's a lot of story there. My, my wife would laugh because... You know, her marriage has been amazing and mine has been like doomsday. <laughs> and uh, I have five kids, two boys, a girl, and then two more boys. Um, we uh, we play a lot of soccer. I, I, I don't know that I dislike soccer, but I love it now. Um, yeah. Just watching my kids. And, uh, you know, I obviously love the gym. Um, I... I won a pretty big contest in uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. I uh, kind of joined this mom and dad bod club on bodybuilding.com. And um, it's funny because I started following them in 2011. Okay. And I'd order here and there and I'd follow some athletes here and there. And um, eventually I get this email it's like, hey, look at these people who have won all this money transforming their their bodies. And it was almost like, where have I been? So um, I did the challenge in 2016, and I thought I killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't. Got no recognition. And uh, I learned a lot through that. There's some stuff there. And then I, uh, I had hernia surgery later that year. I had carpal tunnel on both hands. I had ear surgeries. The holidays came. And my roller coaster life, as far as the belly, you know, it's probably like 99% of other dudes' experience or gals. So 2017, I'm working three jobs. Um, 
I'm working for the local fire department. I've been at UPS almost 10 years at this point. And then I have a desk job, pretty professional job where I'm consulting. I'm teaching people how to make money online with websites, eBay, Amazon. And then we're getting really creative too, depending on the client. So I'm just working like crazy. And I see this challenge as a way out. Like I have got to win this thing. And, uh, you know, it was just, it just became the perfect storm where, you know, let's apply everything you've ever learned, wanted to believe all the universe fake stuff, you know, (laughs) um, and let's just see what we can do. And, uh, you know, as the story goes, I ended up winning out of, you know, I've been told maybe 60,000 people. Wow. And I, I took, I took home it all. So pretty exciting that, that kind of spilled over into, man, what'd you do? What'd you do? How'd you do it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the rest of 2017, I responded to hundreds and hundreds of messages and I did it for free. I legitimately felt like, man, I should give back to this community. Look how, look how it's changed my life. Yeah. Not only financially, but physically, emotionally, it, it gave me confidence that maybe I could fix my relationships, which really came down to fixing myself. There was nothing wrong with my wife, right? Or my kids or my parents or my boss or anyone else who I may have been blaming for, for stuff. So I help all these people and it didn't take long. Well, nine or 10 months before I'm like, wow, I've helped all these people, but I've gotten like zero results for them. And I'm like, you know what, I, I should maybe, you know, I love doing this. I'm doing it for free. What if I charge a little bit? So 2018, I, I actually approached five dudes in the gym and I said, here's what I'm doing. They said, I'm in. It was almost like I was in my head. I'm like, I'm going to call this trainer bet okay. where you give me a hundred bucks. I'm going to help you. If you don't like it, I'll give your money back. Or if you don't get results, I'll give you your money back. A few other people started realizing what I was doing. They're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing this. And they're like, and I'm like, but it's 500 bucks. And like, but you're doing it for a hundred for him. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> but look, look at him now. Look right. at her now. And, um, and so then it was like, okay, um, I've gone on this personal journey where I've dealt with a lot of mental stuff. Um, I've had some dark times. I've had relationships I wanted to walk away from because that seemed easier. And so it's almost like I've coached myself through YouTube and I've, I've kind of put my own spin on the Tony Robbins and the Ed Milet and, you know, the Andy Frisella comments have all contributed to my own personal success, but it took me years to do it myself. So I started hiring mentors to help me with branding or the business models they're using and click funnels and all these things. And I'm just failing like hard. And, and I think at the time I'm like, man, this is brutal, but I'm like, this is what I'm doing. Like there is no end, just like the fitness thing. It's like you hacked the fitness game. Like you can apply the same strategy here and just keep going one day at a time. So, so I did this video with bodybuilding.com Um, They flew me up there, headquarters, treated me like, you know, royalty, red carpet, white gloves. You know, I felt amazingly special. And 
I, uh, while I'm up there, they do an interview video. Um, they had, they had a, a video series called the spark and they take these normal people and they throw them into the bodybuilding.com community. And then they just see who's going to like blossom. Mm -hmm. And man, I would watch these people and I would literally like see myself in them, some element to them. And I'm an emotional guy. Like I would lose it. Right. Like I would cry. I would be so proud of them. And so now I'm in that seat telling them my story. And, you know, I had a, a deep, dark secret. I had never told anybody, even my wife. And through the course of the interview, at the very end, it came out. And I walked out of there just thinking, man, I just brought shame on my family name, my my parents, my wife, my kids. But I felt like so good. Yeah. It was almost like the clouds parted and the weight came off. And I, I had this thought like, if I if this helps one other dude, one other man, one other father, or or gals too, like – you know, this is not exempt from you gals. If this helps one person, like I'm okay with the humility. Yeah. Or I'm okay with embarrassment and shame. And uh, I, uh, I, I left and didn't really think much about it. Like maybe they won't even use this content. Like totally they're going to use it. That's, it was, yeah. it was super <laughs> dramatic. Um. And uh, so I've, I've done a lot of self-discovery and I've realized that there's a lot of fitness programs out there, health, nutrition, mindset, things that, that on paper and through science, they work. All of them work. There's not one right model for anybody. But if you don't address what's, what's going on in your mind and your thoughts and the feelings those thoughts are producing, you're not going to be able to take those actions long term to right. produce the results you want. So so now I've kind of morphed all these tools into how can I grow a business? Like I'm an 800-pound guy. I say 600, but I'll say 800 because <laughs> that sounds more unrealistic. But I'm an 800-pound guy walking into the gym and I know what I could be doing, mm -hmm. but I'm just so, so rocked by all the possibilities I'm looking at everybody else and looking at their business models. I'm comparing and it's, it's a whole new game. Mm -hmm. Like I'm right back at the beginning. And so I'm watching this video back, the spark, right? And I'm like, man, what's my message going to be? Like, what's really going to resonate with me? And at the very end of the clip, it, it talks about how we have one life to live. Let's live it. And that was like my closing statement, me talking to the bodybuilding.com community. Mm -hmm. And when I, I'm like searching, like soul searching, what's my message going to be? And it's like one life, man, like you, you, uh, you, you face death in the face and you've got one life to live. I don't know when my tickets punch. You don't right. know. Nobody knows. We don't right. want to talk about death. Um, but I'm okay with talking about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and the only way I can live is this one day mentality where I have regrets of the past. I have fears of the future. And if I focus on like what I can do today, I can show up intentionally. I can get exactly what I want out of relationships and circumstances and situations and work. And a lot of that fulfillment comes when I'm able to show up 
for somebody else. And I've, I've put it to practice where I'll walk into like physical therapy and, um, I'm, I'm willing to go there with people. And, you know, I, I put these, these skills and these thoughts to test and, and I'll have five people within an hour open up like the deep stuff that yeah. nobody knows about them. And it's not like I'm patting myself on the back. I'm just happy. I was able to show up for them in that capacity. Right. And that I could allow them to be comfortable enough to say, dude, Glenn, I got this. And then I'm not, I'm not coming from a place of judgment. I'm not trying to fix them. Right. I'm just like listening. And then I'll, I'll put a little plug in or I'll ask the right question. And their whole day's changed. Their whole week has changed. So one day, one life, like that's what gets me out of bed. That's what drives me to be the me I'm supposed to be and create who I want to be mm-hmm. um, as, as a man, as a husband, as a father. I'm an employee. Like I love my job and it pisses me off that I've got this side business distracting me from the very thing I was trying to do, which was get to one job. Right. So that I could cruise down easy street and just start living my life. Right. Like I was always delaying that, that happiness. And now I've got like this, you know, this pull to totally be uncomfortable with helping other people. And so I'm, I'm in the middle right now and it's, it's super fun and super challenging and I get pounded every day. (laughs) So that was a super long introduction. I didn't cover my childhood how amazing and, you know, the things I thought were hard. I didn't cover high school, college, didn't cover newlywed years. But, you know, that, that I think I was just trying to capture the one day, one life message. And that was yeah. the long-winded version. No, I, I appreciate all that. Uh, you you mentioned multiple times the, the Spark video. And if you haven't seen that, you absolutely need to see it. Uh, bodybuilding.com, the Spark, Glenn Lovelace, look it up on YouTube amazing amazing video that really it, it's surprising to me when hearing you say that you didn't know if anything was going to come out of it or you brought shame on your family it's just it's the complete opposite seeing you be vulnerable i think so many people related to that and really resonated with you as a as a person um seeing you be vulnerable and thinking, you know what, I've been there. I've, I've been in that situation and it even happened at the, uh, the heavy Academy when you kind of opened up and told that story a little bit, there were several hands that went up that were like, yep, I've been there. I don't quite really remember that. Like, um, I remember mentioning something. Was it at the first one? It was at the first one. Yeah. You, you mentioned that, uh, I think, uh, Sean Whalen was speaking and he had talked about, how, you know, he'd had a, a gun in his mouth and you're like, you know what, I've been there and kind of briefly mentioned your story. And then um, I remember hearing a couple other people after, you know, Sean had gotten done talking. They were like, yeah, I've been there too, you know, and it was just amazing in a room of 100 people. There were several people who'd been in very similar situations. Right, right. And I, I, uh, I, I think that whether we can relate to that exact right. dark spot, we can relate to, wow, that dude's showing up like Sean did and, uh, or, or me or any of the others by just simply raising our hand. And it's like, 
you know, I've got some dark stuff too that maybe I could, I could turn and face and try to just admit that that's who I have been or who I am now. But it doesn't mean, you know, that's, that's a, that has some finality to it. Like you, you do that and it's done. Right. Um, and you know, I, I guess all of us should just be, um, humble about being vulnerable. I think you can overplay it too, where it's like, oh my gosh, will this guy or gal just be quiet about, I mean, they're vulnerable about everything, you know? Right. Um, so, but it does give people permission to, to be vulnerable and maybe relate to, to others somehow. And, and so, yeah, it's interesting how that works. The great thing is though, about it though, is you've come out the other side and now you're helping others. It's not just, Hey, I came out of this. I'm a better person. It's, Hey, I came out the other side and now I'm going to help others. And it's really inspiring to see the complete opposite end of the spectrum to where now, instead of trying to make a final decision, you're trying to help others create a better life for themselves so that they don't have to get to that point. Yeah. There's, there's uh, I mean, we all listen to the big names and, and so I don't want to regurgitate, but it does seem like we can wait till we hit rock bottom mm-hmm. and then try to start climbing or we can recognize where we're at and not need to go through certain things. Right. Um, and I've been on both sides of that. So it's, uh, it's, it's hard either way. You might as well figure out where you're at and be curious and then try to discover where am I going to go next with this? Right. So, so one thing, um, tell me a little bit about what is one D one L in terms of, uh, what you, you, you mentioned taking all those tools and putting it into one program, but what can you give us a little peek into that? Sure. Absolutely. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what works Okay. and the, the reality is I'm just holding myself back. Um, I, I still have, you know, if I'm just being vulnerable again, it's like I'm 800 pounds insecure on, you know, I'm not confident. I know what I should be doing mm-hmm. and I'm executing at like five-year-old levels is how I feel yeah. and, and how I look at it. But the exciting part is, is I have so many more things to learn and, you know, in the fitness space, I'm not, you know some fitness model or anything. I'm super confident in what I teach and what I do mm-hmm. and I can get the result I want with myself. And so it's really easy for me to, to coach that and see what other people are going through. So the, uh, the intent with one day, one life is um, it, it started out as I just love doing this and I will do this for free. And then it became wow, I could, I could do this the rest of my life. And, you know, I think, I think when we're 13, 15, 18, we're taught, man, follow what you love and follow your dreams. And, you know, what's, what are you going to do the rest of your life? And those, I was just never there at that age. Um, And, and so maybe a quick plug there is like, man, go through life, try everything as far as, as, as jobs and sales and 
trying your own little businesses and your little side hustles and figure out what you are good at, figure out what you definitely don't like, Mm -hmm. go through some messy stuff because it's coming. Like we're all going to have a mess. Right. And then as you, as you push through that, that could become your message. And so my message would be, how can I use fitness, nutrition, health, mindset, improvement within myself so that not only do I feel better, I have more energy, I stop telling myself awful things, I'm not out of breath putting shoes on or going up mm-hmm. flights of stairs. I'm not telling my kids no, maybe later dad's tired. Um, I'm, you know, not disappearing when there's stuff to do around the house. I'm not a crappy employee. Like uh, all these little things really do dogpile us and hold us back. So what if, what if you, or I start asking myself, what if you get more energy? What if you feel better? What if you start getting more confident because you keep your commitments to yourself day in and day out and you refine that process as you go. And then when new things come along, you're curious enough to say, hmm, like, why, why do I shop when I feel this way? Why do I look at pornography when I look at this way? Why do I resort to gaming or gambling or drinking, smoking, or even, you know, you can even resort to the gym (laughs) to avoid whatever the feeling is. And so what I do and what I have done with myself is I've stopped and I've gotten curious, like, why am I wanting to go to that thing? Um, and you know, you, you start thinking higher level rather than, you know, what's the easiest way to not feel this. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the whole primal, um, primal animal side of us just wanting to go to a quick fix by nature or whatever our habits are to stopping and getting curious and then thinking, man, is this how I want to show up? Is this how I want to feel? I know what the outcome is going to be when I eat this. I'm going to feel crappy. I'm going to beat myself up. I'm going to go right back into the cycle. And then eventually I'm going to hit the bottom of that little pattern and I'll, I'll be back on track. So what if I could avoid that altogether by just sitting in the discomfort? And that's where like the whole world opens up mm-hmm. because then you start seeing, man, I'm in control of everything. Like, and, and, and if you're not there yet, you can't see it. Just trust that that is a possible thought. Um, and so that's really what I'm trying to show people is our own minds. Yeah. I'm trying to say, man, here's your current pattern and why you feel this way and why you're thinking these thoughts and why your actions aren't going to get you the results you want and why the actions you are taking continue to perpetuate the results you're trying to not have and why you're so frustrated and stuck and overwhelmed and all the, ugh, right. And the, the, the reason I can, I can see that is I've put myself through years of like self torture. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I'm, I'm talking my whole marriage. So 15 years, perhaps, you know, when I go into my childhood, I can see it. My teenage years, I just had my 20 year high school reunion and I can see it there Mm-hmm. And it's just so fun to like just stop and be super uncomfortable again. And so where is One Day One Life going? Um, I'm like everybody else out there. You know, I'm not trying to downplay myself, but I, I have a book that started. It It's a book with no uh, no title yet. It's probably like 30 titles, but we'll yeah. see how, how it ends. And then I'll put a title to it. And And the book is more just, hey, here's my story. And... 
here's the one day, one life movement. And I want you to adopt this until you find a better way for you. Yeah. But if this thought of I've got one life to live, I'm ready to start living it. If that moves you, then read this book mm-hmm. and then write your own story. Like that's, that's where that, that story is coming from. And, and the problem with all this is I'm now like three years down the road from that transformation. So in my head, I'm already like three more books down and I've got to come back gotcha. and slow down. Um, with my program, I do mostly one-on-one training, but it started to morph into, hey, let's just do a 30-minute call. Right. And if you want to do this once a month, let's just do it once a month. Or here's a 60-minute call. And let's just give you a taste of what your life could be like if you start thinking differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to start a group class too, and I'm falling on my face. But I'm still <laughs> determined to help those who are wanting to show up. And I'm really excited for the challenge that, man, I'm still kind of doing this. Like, I have to really control my thoughts that, yeah, you're – you got five years ahead of you. You got 10 years ahead of you. Um, and it's the same thing with the fitness stuff. Like, you know, if I said, man, if you do 10,000 reps, you'll have the quads you want. Well, let's get started. Like freaking start doing the reps. Right. But, but all of us want what we want so fast. And uh, a lot of the mindset stuff I've been working on is, man, I'm enjoying the suffering and I hear all the successful guys say, man, I wish I could go back and enjoy it. Yeah. Or I hear these 65-year-old guys who finally have their kids out of the house. They're finally retired. They got their fishing boat. They're like, man, I missed it. I missed it. I missed the kids and the diapers. And so I'm determined to like have it all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want, we all want it all. <laughs> I want to tickle the little dude while I'm changing his diaper and enjoy it. I'm not going to suffer through it. Am I going to be perfect every day? No, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be really aware that this is fun. Like, absolutely. So, um, so stepping back a little bit, it's, it's crazy to me, you know, looking from an, as an outsider, uh, that you have insecurities about these things because it's been one of those things where it's like seeing you start to write the book. It was like, get that book out there like you yeah you already paid me for it what in february or may (laughs) something something. like that yeah but it was it's it's like we you need to get it out there people need to hear this they you've already got such a great story already that people could benefit from it like your group class it was one of those things that you've been talking about for a while and it's like months and just just do push it like, the button. yeah. Cause it, I'm, I'm in like, I'm there. If you, if you start this, I'm there. And, um, you've just recently started it. And so you're, you're getting that off the ground and, uh, that's awesome. But you, you need to understand from an outside pr- perspective, like you do come across as, uh, as confident with some vulnerable moments in there, but also, um, you have a ton to offer and that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast with you and why I wanted you to be on here as one of the first people. It's like, you've got a great story. People need to hear it. And, and we forget that, right? Right. We forget like what our potential is. Um, and it's tough, right? Like 
it's it's hard how how negative we are towards ourselves. One of my lessons with clients is what are you saying to yourself and when mm-hmm. and why? And then starting to rewrite the message and it it doesn't end. It just it just changes based on the circumstance. And so I I was on a call the other day with a guy, I think he's maybe four, 440 pounds, um, you know, divorced and just feeling stuck. He's lost the weight before and now he's at his heaviest again, you know, and he's like, and I asked him, I'm like, how'd you find me? And, uh, he, he actually found me through heavy D, um, uh, maybe one of his stories or something. So he's been following me for months, like, mm-hmm. and then he finally reaches out to me and I'm like, oh, cool. So you found me on Instagram. That's awesome. And I'm like, why'd you reach out to me? And he's like, you were doing the 75 hard program and you're out at 11, 12, 1, 2 a.m. sometimes just mm-hmm. getting it done. And he's like, it just got under my skin that you were doing it. Like you're, I look at you as the guy that's doing it. You've got it all together. And it was a really good compliment one of the best ones i've had in a while and i appreciate yours too because it's like we really do focus on all the things we're not doing right and the impact we're not having because we look at it as a numbers game whether that's bodies and chairs or dollars in the bank Mm -hmm. and we discount ourselves pretty fast so you know i that is some thought work you know that i have to do is 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 man I, you really need to to push this so i appreciate it yeah well and it, it keeps coming back to you know the mindset um and that really is a big thing like you you've told your story before about uh your marriage how you know you were inspired to marry your wife you didn't know why you you did it anyway and you hated it and then once you changed that mindset you realize she was the perfect match for you i told her on our honeymoon i think i made a mistake <laughs> i mean and this this gal you guys blew right past it um that's impressive you know call me all the bad words because they're totally accurate but she just laughed and i mean can you imagine marrying a guy and a few hours into it he's already done yeah like, wow, be... unbelievable. Right. And so then, then fast forward 10, 12 years of that, and it's just been a ride, a total ride. Yeah. Fortunately, you're, you're at a point now where you do appreciate her. Oh, my gosh. Right? She is. <laughs> you know, I survived myself, and she, she is so strong that um, had I not had some, like, pretty direct messages from God, like, I wouldn't have lasted. Mm-hmm. And then had I not had kids when we did, I was done then too. And then we had kids and it's like, man, I'm letting you hurt me so bad. Like I'm going to hurt you by ending it. Like that's where I was. And of course we can fill in the blanks if you'd like. Cause you know, there's some, I just laugh now. The stories are funny. I have nothing to hide at this point. So, yeah, but yeah, strong, strong woman. I mean, if I were, you know, it's hard to say if I were doing it again, but man, if if you're uh, if you're not being challenged by her, you're gonna get bored pretty fast. So, <laughs> I like the way you put that though—that you survived yourself. Oh, it was all me, and it it just 
you know, one of the fun things about consulting and helping people is um, the minute, you know, my clients or people I'm introducing to, you know, the methods of, you know, progress is uh, anytime they're focusing on other people, I can quickly say, look, um, you're creating misery and waiting and suffering for them to change. Yeah. What if you change? What if you start changing the way you think about the way she yawns? I mean, that was literally one of my triggers. My wife would yawn and I would be pissed. (laughs) I mean, so like start there and then add up all the other stuff. And it's like, man, dude, you got a lot to work on. So, so anytime we're focusing on other people and waiting for them to change, like we're giving up our position of power and our agency to choose. And what if they never change? True. It's going to be a lot of misery. So, well, that, that's uh, interesting. You brought the yawn because it's like, I, I think of just the other day, um, with my kids, they do some of these things that just annoy me to no end. Right. It's like, all right, well, I need to reframe my mindset on that, um, to a positive thing rather than a negative thing. So, and, and you don't really need to trade thought for thought quite yet. You just need to be aware like, right. wow, I'm giving away my feelings and energy to this every time. Is it because I'm hangry, uh, you know, hungry, hangry? Mm-hmm. Is it because I'm lonely, tired, stressed? And this is just the trigger right now. Right. Um, is there something else going on in my day? Is it really that the way my wife yawns, like, pisses me off (laughs) like what what is really the cause there and you just get curious and you become aware of it and then it's like well how do i want to show up you start creating a plan and you practice it and you refine that process and so i can literally coach people on anything Mm -hmm. because the model and the structure is the same so whether your spouse has cheated on you or you don't like the way your kids are acting and the fun thing is is you're never going to be there because your your circumstances and and your life is constantly changing where my kids are going to be teenagers soon it's crazy to think of yeah i mean uh, my oldest tice he's 11 he's starting to pull back want to be with his friends more he's uh you know doing teenagerish things mm-hmm. and you know then he's going to get married the other kids are going to get married or not and then they're going to have issues And then I'm going to be empty nesting, you know, hopefully with a woman that I still know. But a lot of people are super scared of that emptiness. Or then I'm going to have kids wanting to move back in. I'm going to have neighbors and family. And there's always constant change. And so no matter how much you can self-coach, that was another thing is like, I want to teach people how they can manage their nutrition and always be progressing without needing a coach Mm -hmm. or the next keto or whatever it's going to be. Right. And, and it's the same thing with life, man. If you can learn these tools and then have a few like mentors that you can go to, they'll, they'll get yourself out of the way pretty quick. Um, but because life is constantly evolving and changing, like you've got to learn how to manage the way you think. And it's just, it's so fun. Like it's yeah. seriously fun. Well, like you mentioned with the keto, that's just changing the food. That's not changing you know, your mindset around food. Your um, habits, your thoughts. Right. And yeah. so. And come on, are you guys really going without carbs the rest of your life? 
<laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not either. But uh, that's one thing that uh, you've kind of given me an, an insight into the one day, one life. And, you know, it starts with the nutrition. It starts with the physical aspect to get your mind right. And that's, I mean, you hear that not only from yourself, but from other people too, like Ed Milad and Sean Whalen, they talk about, you know, you got to get your body right to get your mind right. And, and how does that play out? It's like, well, if I, I control what I put in my mouth, I control whether I sit there or move. Mm -hmm. I can't control what my wife does or doesn't do or my kids or my boss. So if, if, my, my challenge to everybody is what if I can conquer myself, develop some tools, some confidence, and some hacks, tricks, whatever you want to call them, and then have the courage to address the other stuff because now I'm in control. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. And then, and then it's like you, you almost go through this, you know, I don't know if you want to call it a honeymoon phase, but it's like, oh, my gosh, I have so many things to fix. This is so fun. And then all of a sudden you get overwhelmed. Wow, I have so many things to fix. Right. And then you get you get in this period where you're in a little like there's no drama in my life. Like I'm just cruising. Where's where's the drama? And then you start thinking something's wrong with you. And then something happens. And anyway, it's just fun. The opposition's fun. So yeah. to an extent. Now, the, the, unfortunately for me, I've been in that situation where I, you know, I started controlling the food. I lost the weight. I went and started working out and, you know, was controlling those aspects. And then I got to that point of, oh, man, there's so many things to fix and kind of shrunk backwards. And right. so now I'm kind of on my way back on the right path to tackling those challenges and whatnot. But I, I can tell you I've been there and experienced that and it can be overwhelming. So Absolutely. So what did you do? Good question. I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I think we can add as much information. I mean, that's a big temptation is to look for a better way or a quick fix or some magic. Mm -hmm. And really what I would say to do is go back to what was working for you because it works. Right. Like you know that it works. And then once you run into that first plateau, whether that's physically or mentally or emotionally or spiritually or relationally mm -hmm. or it's impacting your life in a negative way or something – then you get curious and rather than going back up or down the roller coaster, however you want to look at it, you just sit there and get curious and it's painful. Yeah. It's brutal. But then that's where, well, um, I can mix things up at the gym here. I can mix things up with my food here. I can, um, a lot oftentimes, and that's where the simple seven, you know, dash to 2020 comes in. It's like, oftentimes we know what we should be doing. Right but we're just not doing it. So like one of my simple goals this week was I'm going to be home by eight from the gym so I can see my kids off to school. Mm -hmm. I'm missing that window. I have control of my schedule till nine, 10, 11 every day, almost. Mm -hmm. And so what if I just go for a whole week where no matter how much I get in at the gym, I'm, I'm back by eight. And you know, I got home at like eight Oh three, eight Oh nine. Today I had a, a call for a program I'm in. But I did better. It wasn't perfect. Mm -hmm. and, and then you start you start stacking. Well, this eight o'clock thing's pretty rad. Like, I love seeing my kids off to right. school. So I'm going to adopt this as a new principle. And then next week, it's like, okay, wh what could I be doing? Anyway, so 
So yeah, for you, it's like, uh, what, what caused you to fall off? Was it a vacation? Did you go out of town? Did you have a new stress, a new bill? Like maybe there was something in your life that just interrupted the schedule or was it the lack of progress or it wasn't exciting or can you think like, just curious. Uh, good question, but I, I want to stray too far cool. from, from and, you. And, but and, yeah, and the attention isn't can... to like coach you. It's just like, Hmm, I, I need to, what, I, I need to get curious. What happened? Yeah. yeah. And that, that's the fun part of having a mentor. So yeah, absolutely. And I, I appreciate the help that you have given me throughout this time. You you make your time available way more than you probably should because, um, like you said, you've taken on, when you first started doing this, you took on months and months of just, hey, here's the information, um, and people do need to be committed to it financially as well as uh, mentally so that they get more out of it. So, um you're helping people by having them to have a financial commitment, which hopefully helps you get to where you want to be uh, in the future. Yeah. And sitting on this side of the mic is not like, it's not uncomfortable, but I love to be like proactive. Like let's get in there and let's hash right. all this up and, <laughs> and stuff. So having the attention back is like, okay, I'm going to sit here and wait for the questions and stuff. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun to, to challenge it. So, yeah. So where where do you think you see one day one life and then in the next five years? Um, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where you're almost embarrassed to say how big it's going to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a year ago, I started growing my beard out as a daily reminder based on two goals. And it deals with the number of people I want to help. Okay. I said, I'm not shaving my beard off until I've helped these many people. Mm -hmm. And then I started liking it. So it's like, well, I guess I'll slow down and not help so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally kidding. But, but no, I, uh, I have zero doubts and and I don't like the five-year thing. I like the, this is a seven figure business. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how long it's going to take. Okay. Like there, there is no line. Like it could be 18 months from now. It might take 10 years. It might take the rest of my life and I'm like totally stoked about that too. So, so I think I have the goals and the vision and I just, I've ditched the calendar part with that. Now, what I've done is I've, I've, I've collected the daily tasks that I should be doing. Mm -hmm. And now I'm refining that where it's like, okay, this produced X. Um, I'm going to try it a little different, almost like a Facebook ad. Like here's, here's two ads. Let's run them side by side and see how they do. Oh, this one did a little better. Well, let's split test that ad mm-hmm. and see if we can target the right actions to get a better result. Oh, wait, no, that didn't work. Let's go back to this one. And so I'm I'm in the uh, the discovery phase of all of it. Okay. And I feel like I'm really good at consuming content. Yeah. And I'm really good at seeing like the cookie crumbs of what other people are doing and then getting so lost in implementation yep. with myself. And that just goes for every facet of life. And so then I just come back to Glenn, like, look what you've done with your physique and your relationships. Like you can totally do this. And so the minute I, I ditch the five-year, 10-year part, it's like, okay, I'll lose a hundred pounds. I just don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm going to keep taking those one day at a time actions 
no matter what, like, and it's, it's, it's the all in method, right? Like burn the boat, burn the bridge, burn the Island, burn it all. Yeah. And look back and be like, what the am I doing? <laughs> this is life. Like I feel more alive living that way. And it, it's, it's, it feels like life on the edge because I really don't know, but I know that I'm going to keep taking those actions and progress creates happiness. Like, um, who is it? Uh, Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. his is progress is happiness. And I, I changed the word. I stole the quote, I'll admit it, but it's progress creates happiness for me. And so I move an inch or a whole step at a time and I feel good. Yeah. And on the down days, I just laugh because I've been on so many down days. I know that I can wake up today and have another one day. Does that make sense? Right. So, yeah, like the uh, last week or something, you had a flat tire and you you posted about it and how you're not letting that change your day and it's it's how you take it is um, I'm losing the words that I'm trying to trying to come up with, but basically you you reframed it. It's not going to set off your whole day to be bad. It's just right. It's just one little thing that happens. How, how much day. energy do we waste giving ourselves the wrong thought? Yeah. So it's an inconvenience, right? Right. So I start off with, oh man, right? And then I end with, man, I got to play with tools today. That was awesome. <laughs> and there's like four or five thoughts in between there that, that uh, you know, the one and that's funny is, but did you die? Right. Like that one is a go-to because I'm still alive. So it must not have been too bad. Right. And so no matter what the downside is, I can, I can use that one every time. But did you die? And maybe someday I will. Like, crap, I died. <laughs> um, but until then, that one makes me laugh because it really puts life into perspective for me that, man, this is just a quick inconvenience. Um, I got to play with tools today. That's what I want to do anyways. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and that just takes training, practice. And just choosing what you want to feel and think, it's interesting. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, doing those little tasks like uh, losing 100 pounds. You know, you don't set the timetable for it. You just keep working towards it. It's it's a compounding effect. You know, you, you're you keeping those promises to yourself, which gives you more confidence. And right. it's, it's amazing what those little things can do to help you out in the long term. And, and we've got to be willing to make sacrifices to create the growth. So... You know, um, I'm going to toot my own horn a little bit. Like I sold my Harley to get coaching. Yeah. I spent two grand on a two hour phone call with one mentor. I donate plasma now to pay for a lot in Mapleton. I can't afford. And somehow I'm making double payments on it with the help of my wife. Now, when we got the loan, we didn't think we'd get approved. Mm-hmm. I went to my mother-in-law and I said, clean, I might need like a hundred, 200 bucks a month once in a while. And then I got comfortable with that idea. I'm like, freak, no, she's not paying my bills. Are you serious? Right. And then it's like, I'm going to get creative and figure out how to do this on my own. Now, is there going to be a month where I might have to ask her? I freaking hope not. But I'm going to donate plasma to make sure that I don't have to. And, oh, by the way, you're making double payments. And that's all my wife. I wouldn't do that. That's her. And so um, I sold my 51 Ford. I've been hanging on to that thing for years. Um, and I'm, I'm just all in on myself and 
So when I show up and I ask clients to spend 50 bucks or a couple thousand, mm-hmm. I'm coming from a position like, look, I'm doing this. I'm going to Heavy Academy once or twice. I'm going to these other conventions. I just dropped almost 20 grand on another program that I didn't even have the money for when I started. But somehow every month, like call it God, call it the universe, call it my own hustle. Like the money barely shows up. And I'm just fascinated by this. Man, I told myself I was going to win this hundred grand from bodybuilding.com and I freaking did it. And now how can I unlock that thinking? Because when I want a dirt bike, I produce it. Mm-hmm. Talk to Marcus Swing, dude. Right. I wanted this pit bike and I'm asking around and boom, like the most baller pit bike shows up in Boise, uh, Idaho. Mm-hmm. And I bought it. And it's like, man, well, I can produce all these things in my head that I want. And this has happened with bullet bikes, Harleys, sandrails, you know, Harley Davidson F-150s, like all the stuff I ever wanted that was used and a good deal. It shows up in my life and I'm like, oh my, this is like voodoo kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Why can't I do it with the big stuff? And so that hundred grand represented, dude, you did it on a big one. Right. And now I'm like, that's not big enough. Like what's the next big thing? And so when I look at guys who are constantly pursuing and producing, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I have to believe it's not the money. It's the what is my potential and what is possible. Right. And it all comes back to our thoughts. It's crazy. It's yeah. fun. So, it is. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily use the word fun, but I'm not in the same mind space you are. But I love pain. I yeah. <laughs> so love pain. Like, yeah, I, I've, I produce pain. So. Is it fun? No, I, I, I totally am agreeing here, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's fun for you. That's what, that's what matters. We've decided it's fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I want to be mindful of your time. Um, but one thing that I do want to ask that I, that I ask everybody is if you look in the dictionary as uh, Glenn Lovelace, what does it say? Man, I already know. Um, part of the Heavy Checklist podcast um, in- invites us to have a vision board, right? Um, I don't quite have my vision memorized, but I'm willing to share part of it with you. Who knows? Maybe all of it will come out. Um, but I put, you know, stuff and things, they motivate me but they don't like I can put a truck on the vision board and it won't produce much action out of me. Okay. And I I certainly don't want to say that those things are bad because they're not for me to kind of produce this like daily action that I'm stalling because I'm pulling it up on my phone here. No worries. And you know, now, now my heartbeat's going because this is, this is just my vision for myself. Mm-hmm. And I had a mentor. She had me put Christ at the middle of it. And she said, and I'm already obsessed with death. I have no idea why. But even yesterday, my wife was like, you're, you're pretty fixated on death. Huh. And I'm like, you're right. Like every time I leave town, I think I'm going to die, oh. you know? And, um, and I, I think I just 
you know, like Ed Milet says, he wants to become the man he was supposed to be so that when he does pass, he can look that man in the eye and be like, dude, you made it. Yeah. And, and so here, here's mine. Um, and, you know, because I'm uncomfortable, I'm going to read the whole thing. Okay. I'm not going to leave any parts out. And, of course, I'm not married to this. I keep adding to it. And, and I think that's fun because it produces. So, I am Glenn Lovelace. I am accountable to myself and my God. I show up. I'm a tireless workhorse that works smart. I am wildly successful. I am a facilitator. I am organized. I am an uncommon breed. I am creative and resourceful. I am a disciple of Christ. He is my center. I am his disciple, ready to be his hands. I listen and look for him. I am reliable when prompted to take action. I am a mover. I am so madly in love with Amber. I am her focus. I am reliable. I am here to serve her. I am her man. I am exactly the father my children need. I am strong for them. I am becoming for them. I am showing them what is possible. I am their provider and protector. I am dad. I am awake and aware. I am a master at feels. I am able to communicate how I feel and I am empathetic. I am a builder of men. I am here to help them live free. My message is to remind them what they've forgotten. I know people better than they know themselves. At times, I love others more than they love themselves. I am a facilitator. My goal is to help others reach their goals. I know the formula and I share it always. One day, one life. I am the master creator of my life. I live, I create, I endure to show myself and others what's possible. I am self-confident. I win the day or I learn. I am self-trust. I am the master of my spirit, mind, and body. I direct the vessel. I am unreasonable in my personal expectations. It's not over until I win. I am a fierce competitor with the man I was yesterday. I win everything. I won against 60,000 and I'll continue to win against myself and the obstacles that appear in front of me. It's you. You're the one. No one can do it but you. I feel accountable to God and this makes it easier to show up even when I don't want to do it. I'm still going to do it. My actions get stacked hourly and daily from continually and always showing up. I continue to produce wild success. You only die once, but you get to live anew every day, one day at a time, one day, one life. Wow. Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah, that is amazing. I, I appreciate you sharing that. That is, I'm still trying to digest all that, but it, I, yeah, there's, my heart's so, pounding, many, there's but. so many good things about that. So many things that I can pull from that. That's, that's awesome. That's honestly the way we should all live. We should all be thinking of those things in a positive mindset and, you know, we are in control of our own destiny. It's. I'm, yeah. I'm curious because I start out emotional and then I end resilient and strong just by reading that. And, you know, whether, whether you believe in God or not, like I'm accountable to something or someone or myself. And when I put it in that perspective, it's like, man, I really only got one shot at all this. And it, it really just drives me. And, and, you know, one of the things that I teach clients is how can we come up with your own vision statement to produce the feelings and the actions 
that are going to, what it's going to take to get the results you want. Yeah. And so for me, I'm kind of scared of this vision statement. I'll be honest. I don't read it every day because it's, it's heavy. It's heavy. It's totally believable, but I've put my potential to paper now. And now it's like, holy smokes. I, I see what you could be and how can I show up daily to become that? And it's just, it's extreme, man. Like it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It really is like exciting and fun. And, you know, one of my, one of my mentors, she's like, you really need to print this, put it in your car, put it in your office, put it by your bed. And, you know, think and grow rich says, read it twice a day, go to bed with those thoughts. Why am I not doing it? So, you know, no matter who you're looking at as a mentor, there's stuff going on in their head and it's awesome. Like no, nobody has it figured out. You can play the comparison game, but it's just, just focus on the you versus you hashtag, right? Like it's pretty legit. So. Absolutely. I'm, I'm still trying to digest all that. That, that is, that statement alone is more inspirational than like you said, a picture of a truck or something like that. Uh, yeah. Since chills down my spine, like I, I lived the, I'll be happy when for almost 20 years and yeah, I don't drive the Brodozer or some big monster truck, but I would acquire a diesel truck that was out of my price range, like for cheap or, and I, and then I'd be like, well, it needs wheels, tires, this, that, the other. And I would, I wouldn't be happy. And it was, it was just a trap and I, I could go on and on. I'm like, I'm long winded. I love to, to try to help and chat and share my big old freaking mess. Um, so if you guys are still listening, super appreciate it. Do you want me to repeat any of this? Does any of it stick out? Um, or, or just play back at your own risk. <laughs> I might just have to play that back, uh, but I mean, there were there were several things that that stuck out to me that I'm just processing in my own head because it's, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's causing me to be speechless because it's really it's really powerful. So I appreciate you sharing that and. Um, sharing everything that you have with me today. I feel like we've just barely scratched the surface of Glenn Lovelace. Like it's, I, I encourage you to check out some of the other podcasts you've done to get a little bit more of that backstory, the fit dad fitness, the real business owners, um, it dives into some of, some of the different aspects, um, of your life as well. And, uh, you're just, you're truly a remarkable human being. And I, I appreciate that with all that powerful statement that you were willing to take time out of your day to sit here and talk to me. Like I, I really appreciate that. No, absolutely. And, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's fun to find guys who are hustling, right? Like we're, we're all in this together. We're falling forward. We're figuring it out as we go. We, we look at others and, and they're helping us even though they don't even know it, right? And what's what's a thought that we all need to have is who's looking to us? And if for anything, start with your freaking kids. Like, yep. like start there. Like there's so much to teach them and so much time that we could really take advantage of. 
And uh, if anything else, like maybe you don't need to have a podcast or some crazy, you know, thing, movement. And, and maybe you just need to be like a crazy, awesome dad. Like, like that's, that's the place to start. That's, that's your best fruit to Absolutely. give and produce. So, you know, don't, don't feel some pressure that you got to do this, that, and the other, like just, just start where you want and, and create it. It's, it's pretty, it's super powerful. Like it's so exciting. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about legacy, the biggest place you can make an impact on that is your kids. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And I could go on and on there too, but we'll, we'll save it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Glenn, like I said, I really appreciate this and, um, uh, all that you've, uh, shared with me and what you help other people out with. And, uh, you are definitely one who truly gets out there and hustle like you're, uh, like that client you've recently on board with, you know, you're out there at 2 a.m. just getting, getting things done because they need to be done and uh we could all learn from that so i appreciate um make sure to check out glenn um on his uh, i guess you've got your instagram g love g-e-e-l-o-v-e-0-0 correct yep um, do you have anywhere else that people should be following you at this that, point? That's the best place. There's a link tree. Uh, I think that's what's called mm -hmm. in my bio. Um, it directs all over the place. I'm a hot mess. I'll like, I'll totally admit <laughs> it. Um, I had a site up glenlovelace.com and it's kind of morphed into a wannabe membership site and it's, it's, it's getting closer. So look for that soon. But, um, I'm most active on Instagram. So yeah, if you follow the stories there, I'll, you'll you'll be in the know if you want to be absolutely well i appreciate that and uh is a reminder to everybody that uh you know you've got your one day you've got your one life so get out there and hustle let's do it let's live it